Welcome to the Elder Wanna Harry Potter podcast. I'm Matt. And I am Ezra, a.k.a. Professor Kirk, a poor professor, by the way. I want to I mention this. I think people think I'm making a hot dollar over there at Hogwarts, and I'm really not uh, very poor, um, but we'll get to that here in a like second. A well, like a Weasley. Yeah, very much like, like yeah. Uh, well, yeah, a little bit, let me, let me back. We'll get to that because I'm living in the freaking borough right now, and I'm selling everything I got. But, <laughs> friends, uh, welcome. Today we're covering Sorcerer's Stone Part 5, Chapters 13 through 15, Matt. If anyone has followed me on social media, by the way, feel free to follow Matt and I. Uh, it's For me, it's going to be at Wompret underscore 2M. And for Matt, it's at Super Games Bros. Go check out his video game podcast. Uh, by the way, just went over 1,000 over there on YouTube. Let's go, man. Happy about that. I was like, I was hey, sitting at work and I let's go. was looking around at the numbers and stuff. And I thought, uh, I, I saw it sitting there. I said, let's get, you know, Boom. just popped right over 1,000. Uh, right um, but if you do follow us or you follow me, and it, let's say we're friends on Facebook or any of the Facebook groups. By God, Matt, I have been selling everything I've got over here. It's like <laughs> fire everything. We just got done talking about, uh, you know, Lottie and I relation to travel, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. It's just, just crazy being married to somebody from Germany. It is wild. It's a wild process. And I've been selling uh, like a crazy person. And it's great. So if you want any like, you know, spare, I got some extra podcasting equipment. Don't worry. I'm not selling my current equipment. I've got my stuff. Um, but Matt, over the years we've upgraded, you know, and I've got extra stuff true. over there. Did you know, by the way, too, I know I was going to say that I'm actually going to, uh, mention this again on hyperspace. So I sold these figures and I might as well get this one on the screen. Cause I sold this one just the other day. Um, this is just a little droid figure here. These bad boys are going for like 20 to $30. And I think I paid five bucks for this little guy and it's fantastic. So turning a big profit on that. And you'd be surprised just at what you've got laying around. I'm becoming obsessed with this stuff. The selling of, of like toys and stuff. I've got so many books. I'm just like, how did I? Sometimes you got to downsize, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's that's where that's where I'm at. So uh, the Burrow connection was was definitely a good one. <laughs> Poor Weasleys. By God, there's nothing wrong with hand me down robes and hand me down wands and hand me down rats. And yeah, you know, you know, I, I still, I still don't get the, uh, how you can be a poor wizarding family. I just don't <laughs> get it. I mean, you can literally like, you don't have a water bill. Accio water. Boom. Right. So, what is it? What's the word? What is uh, Accio? Well, you could Accio. Accio water. Yeah, you could. You could. No, summon uh, it. what? Oh God. Now I'm like, it's like a quick, I don't know. What, what's Harry? Oh, remember? Yeah. What's with the they make water. Yeah, yeah. Water up hero. I think is what it is. Yeah, is it, it's I, not water of hero. Is no, it? I'm just it's, making. I'm just making. It's like aqua up. something. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh my gosh, I gotta I look it up. But you know what I'm saying? Yourself. It's not like you have. It's it's not like you have a um, aguamente. There we go. Aguamente, baby. Aguamente. Aguamente. That's not Spanish. Yeah. Aguamente. aguamente. I also but failed. Failed Spanish. I sucked at Spanish. Um. I think we're in the same class now what now wait wait now here's a question what happens if you are the same are they the same spells in different languages oh that's a great question no i'm guessing is it not. is it the name of the spell mm -hmm. or is it or is it is it just no i don't know magic's weird but anyway yeah, how, i just don't get how you could be a poor how you could be a poor family again you don't have a water bill boom augmente you got water okay right, right. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, uh, Mungungus later on, uh, Fletch, he's, he's doing, he's wheeling and dealing with, you know, stuff in the streets and he seems kind of poor himself. Like he's just falling on hard times. It's it, like you said, I mean, I guess you can, I guess there is a law enforcement. So maybe if you are breaking some rules and they basically say, no, nope, you're, you're poor. You got to stay poor. Uh, I don't know. They, they, yeah. I think it's more their, their children, right? They have so many children and, uh, Arthur Molly's a stay at home um mom right and then job hey that's a lot of kids to take care of okay that is how dare you um hey people hey people here do it all you know people got there's single moms with like six kids and they make it and they and they're you know they're busting their butt that's true that's true and again this is just the way that they've decided to live their lives um i bet she does do some side i bet she sells she's got those sweaters yeah i guarantee she does Guarantee she does. Um, but yeah, the jobs, I mean, maybe the ministry, I don't know, I, doesn't pay as well. I mean, she does throughout the series whenever Arthur gets a raise or he gets like a promotion at work. It's kind of a big deal. And I love that. Yeah, right. you know, kind of great. But yeah, they just don't. Um, the bur- I like the borough, though. You know, That's I know. A cool Ron- building. Well, like like from Ron's perspective, it always I think because he's the youngest son and he's getting all these hand me downs. I don't know, man. I, I, I maybe that's what it is, is that. They when they bought stuff, right? It was for for the older siblings, and it's just been passed down. And he gets all that, whereas the new the the older ones don't maybe feel that way as much. But from his perspective, it's maybe they're more poor. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I love them. Love the freaking Weasleys, and uh, wouldn't change it at all. But um, starting to feel a little bit like I'm living in the borough, and and it's not a not a bad thing actually. It's just it's kind of fun selling stuff. You know this, Matt. My dad and his yard selling abilities. Like we every year have a garage sale and a yard sale, and there's a difference, right? The yard sale comes out into the yard, and the garage sale right. is in the garage, people. Okay, and we do two of them, right. one separate. I so. don't sell anything. I'm a hoarder. I'm like that room in Harry Potter, you know, in Deathly Hollows, where they're oh, trying yeah. to find and the and room of requirement. The, right, the room of requirement is just flooded with stuff in it. Yeah, that's that's like me. I'm a hoarder. Yeah, that's okay though. You know that that's you're the type of guy though. Then that we would. Sh- What's that? American Pickers. They go and they they pick through right. all the. Oh, I like my that God. show. I love that show. Freaking love that show. But all yeah. right. Well, um, you know, here's what's crazy, and yeah. I guess I'm I guess I'm just looking at this kind of interesting. Secrets of Dumbledore is coming out. Yep. and there's been like no advertising for it what's going on is it bad? well i don't know um it's february you know it's coming out in april right mm-hmm. and i mean i warner brothers right now is just dumping every single penny they have into advertising the batman which looks awesome by the way uh right. and is getting excellent reviews it's getting its early reviews right now um amc theater actually just gave it this sort of award that they've only uh it's sort of like for what they what they consider like a masterpiece movie um and in their pre-screening and only one other movie in history has ever gotten one other comic book movie in history has ever gotten it which was the joker and the batman just got it but i would have to imagine that at some point here soon we should be getting another dumbledore trailer mm-hmm. or something so maybe a little bit past the batman uh, once that comes out, then we should start to see a little more trailers and stuff for this. Yeah. So when did you say Batman was coming out again? Uh, Batman, I believe, is March 4th. 
Okay, gotcha. So yeah, um, yeah, because Lottie stayed. Like we actually pushed her date to stay here so we can we can go see um the secrets of Dumbledore. Right. There'll and... probably be another trailer. Yeah. yeah, at the Batman. Okay, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Remember that when movies came out and there were trailers at the beginning of of movies and stuff. Wow, right. I forgot about it. Um, yeah, that would be cool. So so you're right. It's been kind of quiet because they're pushing Batman. Here is something though. I just pulled up some news. You know, I'm just, just searching real quick. Fantastic Beast Four. I, I don't know if this is this is Screen Rant, and they this is the news one Who day. Knows? Ago. They're right, right? there, right? A little iffy, a little iffy. Uh, doesn't have a script yet. Is that a normal thing? Right? Is this? I think they're they're trying to point out here that no, that's fine. They're, they're a little worried that it doesn't have a script at all. No, I, I wouldn't be. I would. I would not be worried about that. Okay. I mean, maybe you got to see how this first movie goes, right? And and see if there are things that. Uh, Warner Brothers typically also does things very different than Disney, right? You know, Disney's mm -hmm. got this like big, like 30 movie plan that they've got for everything. Um, but even then on their Star Wars side, that's not always the case. Warner Brothers is a little different. Like Dune, they did mm -hmm. not. They had stuff like set to go for the second Dune movie, but they like they didn't have it like penciled in beforehand saying we're going to do the second one. So right, they right. always like leave the door open in case something flops right, Whereas, right. rather than to sort of push forward and say, Hey, but I don't, I don't think secrets of Dumbledore is going to flop. Will the box office numbers be a little bit lower? Perhaps could be uh, just because of COVID and who knows where we'll be by then with co with, you know, a bunch of States are getting ready to lower mask restrictions. You know, mm -hmm. hopefully that means because COVID's going down, but the last time that happened, right. COVID shot way up. So who knows what it's going to mm -hmm. be like then? Yeah. Yeah. That's that could impact its box office numbers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just hoping, hoping for good things, you know, just really want, uh, really want this to do well. Uh, can I just, as I'm diving down this, this little rabbit hole here, uh, screen rant coming in clutch here with something else. This is a Tycho Dodonis prophecy, and there's something in the title. I didn't see this at all. This this might be a you know something we could throw up on YouTube here, but I guess there's some theory, credence. So we're wondering like his identity that there might be like another. I remember at the end of the last film, it's it's revealed that he's air quote a Dumbledore. Uh, but if that's yes. that's Grindelwald who is saying that, and and is that really the case with the with the Phoenix and all that? Um, that the that the title is hinting that there's another identity twist here that we're we're gonna twist back to something a, a prophecy, uh, Tycho's prophecy. There are wings of water in the in the title image, and uh, so yeah, that is so the water bird Fantastic Beast three title image hints at another potential identity twist for Credence by making a direct reference to the predictions of Tycho Dodonis. Uh, the fact that Grindelwald doesn't know about the baby swap can mean um, a maraud of things. He could simply be lying about Credence's identity, or he may think that Corvus Lestrange is indeed uh, a, a Dumbledore, or that, that Lita was the only person who knew Corvus drowned. And the first time she told the story to anyone was the at the Lestrange mausoleum, the night that she... Uh, was killed by Grindelwald. However, it's also possible that Corvus somehow survived drowning in 1901, uh, confirming the wizard and seer Tycho Dodonis's prophecy. This is all crazy. The, the prophecy is like a son cruelly banished, despair of the daughter, return great avenger, 
with wings from the water. And so it's the with wings from the water that people are looking at this title and saying, now, wait a second, does that theory have some some credence? Is there some Sarah? You know? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of a wild thing that just just popped out of here. And I, I don't know if other people have come across this. I love you diving down the predictions for the film and, and theories and 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 whatnot. Reddit's taken up with this, I guess. And and people are talking about how um there are references to gosh a lot of different stuff his name what does his name mean dude this is a whole thing anyway sorry i, I just want to throw that out there for folks in case you haven't come we'll across be diving, we'll, we'll be diving into it more as it as it gets Let, closer ex, yeah we can even do an extended edition on it too i can go through and kind of read the whole thing that just popped I, as you're searching you're like holy smoke what is what is this fantastic you know theory i've i've stumbled across uh, and I love the twist. We got to have some some because otherwise, like you you said before, all right, it's just Dumbledore fighting Grindelwald. How how does that happen? And how yeah. is how is this all tied? What what is the twist? What is the? I'm hope I'm I am hoping to like this movie more than I did the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked them too. I I like the movies, but it's the Jacob they're just sort of a, they're just I, they're just sort of. It's almost like they're a little, you know. I'm a little disappointed with them, to be honest. Like, not that they're bad. It's just yeah. like I feel like the potential. It's like I feel like the potential is there. Yeah. You're just not. You're not entirely sure what to do. What to do with it yet? You know. Yeah. I mean, maybe she should. Have a lot of good. A lot of good. There's exactly. a lot of good pieces there. Yeah. But they just haven't sort of figured out how to make it work, like to be like a mat, like to knock it out of the park yet. Right. Right. Yeah, it's different. And hopefully this is the one that kind of brings a lot of this together and gets a little bit more epic or I mean, not that the last one wasn't epic. It was. It's just uh, yeah. there. I feel like they're they're just they're they're it's almost a little too overwhelming. Like you've got all of this really cool stuff, but you don't ever show us enough of it till I'd almost rather you just sort of focus on one thing and be like, mm -hmm. oh, this is going to be the driving narrative of of this movie. And that'd yeah. be awesome because it's just like we're bouncing all over the place. And it's like, wait, are we going to focus on, you know, Jacob's story? Are we going to focus on, um, I mean, I store, you know, the, the, there's like all these different love interests, but they're just like barely like hinting at them. Then you've got Dumbledore going on and Grindelwald and it's just Credence. And it's like, man, they just they can't like they can't decide like, hey, we're going to just this is going to be the the focus of the of these movies. I mean, yeah. Didn't you say it'd be better? Newt's, Newt's romance has like 20 minutes of total on screen time, but they they right. talk about it as if like you've seen it and you haven't. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I know you are just thrust into all this action and everything's just kind of swirling around you. And you're like, wait, what, what's going on? You got to like pay attention to the newspaper uh, headings and stuff. They're just where they're right. dropping information is is crazy so i get that i i actually thought yeah when i first we started this whole thing i had no idea this was going to be like a dumbledore grindelwald situation i thought oh cool it's just some crazy backstory with this wizard who found fantastic beast but it has not a whole lot to do i mean maybe he's going to use them more i mean he uses them in every episode and comes across them but it's just yeah interesting hey nicholas flamel was in has been in these episodes or right. these movies so that's kind of cool. well and we're hey and we're and we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about them today so you know what let's go ahead and let's dive in so today uh as we're talking about 
chapters 13 through 15, right? So right. almost at the end of the Philosopher's or Sorcerer's Stone, depending on which part of the world you live in. So uh, here we go. Chapter 13, Nicholas Flamel. Harry learns that Professor Snape will referee the next Quidditch match. Nicholas Flamel is found. Gryffindor wins over Hufflepuff when Harry grabs the snitch after only five minutes. Harry follows Snape into the Forbidden Forest where he meets Quirrell and they speak of the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, my friend. So Nicholas Flamel is found and he's really found and he's really real, by the way. I want to mention this um, before we started. He's a real guy, a French scribe, uh, manuscript seller, but he's famous. Why? He's, he's famous after his death. OK, the man died, supposedly and has uh, developed a reputation as an alchemist and discovered the philosopher's stone and thereby achieved immortality i is 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 he real born in i mean 13 you, 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 you mean you mean there was a person in our real life called that or you're saying in 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 the context of the i do of the book i don't know i don't know looks like it's he's is that, like, is, that an act, is that an actual historical figure that she pulled from are you is that what i you're think saying? so yeah yeah i think so i mean i yeah, he is. I'm pretty sure. Go look. Go look it up. Is is Nicholas Flamel real? Um, you know, you're right. Seems... It's a real deal. Re real this guy. Is a, this is a, this is a real right. deal. I did not know that, and so I was like, hold on. Well, that's the first thing that comes up is the Harry Potter wicker. Wicky, no, yeah. you are correct. Nicholas Flamel was a real person. Uh, discovered the philosopher's stone. I did not ever know that that was like a real deal. Yeah, crazy. And I'm sitting here going. These legendary you know, accounts appear in the 17th century. Dude. Hold on a second here. We got a Merlin's down beard. Merlin's or maybe we, maybe maybe we come. Maybe we maybe we do our deep dive in extended edition, and we just. Yeah. We can now hold on a second. No, hold on. Here. So what? What do you got? What's going on? <laughs> Have you looked at this? Some of it. Yeah, I've, I've been trying. I've it's it kind of had me like. Have you looked at the, Have you looked at the philosopher's stone? Uh, I don't know if I clicked on it just yet. Let me see here. Yeah, why? What, I'm about what, to blow your mind. What is it? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. On my screen? Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> I just clicked back over. Hold on a second. Would she just rip off the whole freaking... I, who knows, man? That's the... It's the Philosopher's Stone. I've this, I, That is new to me. Is that it's a it's an alchemical symbol? It's a circle with a triangle in it, and then you've got the another. Then you've got a, it's the Deathly. Hallows. It's our freaking logo, dude! Wow, it's just missing the no, other one. Yeah. Well, no, our logo is this philosopher's stone symbol. All right, it's a it's a historical symbol that is not at all subject to any sort of copyright laws. Okay. Uh -huh. Right. They're rip. They're ripping off. You, That's you right. know what I Sorry. mean? Sorry That's that. right. Just, just yeah. to, uh, for clarity. Just uh, in case anybody you know at Warner Brothers is listening. Yeah, our logo is based off of this. Symbol. Yeah, it's right. It's right. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This would be fun to kind of you know do more of a deep dive. I kind of always thought that I knew this or I'd heard something of it with lore. I don't know, just different. For some vaguely, I knew in the back of my mind that this was. A, a real world a real thing. deal and, yeah i never knew that because there's a nicholas flamel there's the alchemist series let me see if i can find this here 
there's a whole series I think where you follow, um, yeah, the Alchemist, and I believe I almost read it back in the day. I think it. I think Nicholas Flamel is in that too, and this person like learned from him or something. I never did finish it or get into it, so if somebody knows more about it, and I'm butchering it. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, it, yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah, he he. So in the the series called The Alchemist, um, he was among among his possessions was the ultimate goal of alchemy. Uh, he had the philosopher's stone, capable of turning metal into gold and so on. So yeah, she just kind of pulled from from you know ancient uh, medieval lore stuff. You know, I mean, she's referencing Merlin, so. I feel like, and 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 um, the sword of Godric Gryffindor looks looks like a freaking Excalibur, so there's that. And, and by the huh. way, I mean, he who must not be the Dark Lord, all of that is sorry. She's just ripping everybody off. Okay, just one big rip off, Matt. According um, to the legend, I the did, 13th century it, scientist and uh, philosopher Alberts. Magnus is said to have discovered the Philosopher's Stone. It's real. When J.K. was when J.K. Rowling was living in her car writing Harry Potter, right? She clearly just had these middle-aged <laughs> textbooks or something she was doing with to figure yeah. all this out. Yeah, that's wild. So there you go, friends. In case you didn't know that, uh, I kind of now like, you know. Yeah, back in my mind, I was like, I want you know, let's let's look into him. So then, this is all about finding him. I mean, this is the big. The big deal, they uh, they're in the library, and, and Hermione is sort of like, you know, pumped about it um, that that they find it. Now, it doesn't start off with Flamel. It starts off with this whole idea of Quidditch and freaking house house championship. They're playing Hufflepuff. By the way, I have my Hufflepuff book here, my friends. If you're if you're watching the video version of this, I'm just gonna get that right. Uh, this is the Sorcerer's Stone, and it's the Hufflepuff edition. I love this book. And let me see here. Yeah, down here at the bottom it says dedication, patience, loyalty. It's got our colors. It's got our our kind of uh, sigil on the front. It's great. Love it. Sorry, want to give it. We get beat. That's I mean, Hufflepuff gets beat in this in this chapter, and it's like the quickest I, they, defeat ever. They they get beat a lot. You know, another thing that happens here. Um, we're sneaking out again at night, which becomes sort of a thing going forward, uh, all the way into, until the end, right? Mm -hmm. Um. You know, they're talking a little bit. They're still talking a little bit about the mirror. You know, you see Dumbledore was right. That mirror could drive you mad, said Ron, when Harry told him about his dreams, because um, he's still thinking about the mirror. They'd almost given up hope of ever finding Flamel in a library book, even though Harry was sure he'd read the name somewhere. I love that it's Harry who thinks that he read the name somewhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a in a book. Right? It's like what? Right, that doesn't make any now. sense. Hermione. <laughs> mm -hmm. has a typo. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, Harry had less time to work on stuff because he had he had to practice for Quidditch. Um, what gives the team some bad news? Uh, yeah, right. Your and, guy, um, your guys, yes, refereeing. refereeing. Good. Get it, get it. First of all, if it's a match between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff, it should be either a Ravenclaw or a Slytherin referee. You should have impartial referees. Yeah. Okay. I get that. That'd be like that. that'd be like having a national championship in college football between the SEC and the Big Ten, and you got Big Ten refs. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'd still lose, but it wouldn't. Yeah, would we the would. calling be fair? No. Right. No. <laughs> Wait. Well, hey, now, hold on. 
So, I mean, now what if the outcome of this matters? I mean, you know, like uh, as far as points and, and the, the Quidditch cup and all that, like what if they freaking, you know, then who should referee? Yeah. I don't know. What happened to Madam Hooch? Where's she at? And she just, you know, she I think it says actually. Just, does she ever come back? I don't think she does. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's a one-time character. Let me pull her up. Um, I think she comes back. Well, but... what? Wait, you're you're saying that you think that? Well, you can't have somebody she... from Hufflepuff referee the match. That would be unfair. And you can't have somebody from Gryffindor. You, there's only four houses. I mean, Ravenclaw's got a stake in this thing too. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, Madam Hooch. Yeah. She works. Should Dumbledore, should Dumbledore just have to? Hey, well, we know how match. fair that would have been, right? Yeah, right. He's pretty much pr- right. Uh, let's Maybe see. you have somebody from the ministry come and do it. Let me just see here real quick. Early life, we get it. Okay. Wow, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot on Madam Hooch. We might be doing a what? little. What is she ever? Maybe she'll I'm be our down. extended edition. Yeah, I'm, I'm down actually to make her ex- our extended edition because I don't yeah. think there's any. Madam this is Hooch. surprising. <laughs> yes, it's surprising, right? Oh my god! How many in books has she? Hold on, real quick. How, how many books has she has she referenced in? Uh, I should tell see, you so, in the bottom. Yeah. So do, 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 let me go down here. She's referenced in every single one of them, dude. I think she's... you you are joking. <laughs> no, up through Half Blood Prince, she is. She makes an appearance in Philosopher's Stone. That's her first appearance. She's also in Philosopher's Stone film. And in the video game, uh, she's in the book Chamber of Secrets. She's in the video game. Uh, she is in the Those book. Count. And the, in the, the video film, games don't, don't count. She's mentioned in a tour of the portrait gallery on disc two of special features for the oh, Prince okay. of, for, okay. for the Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban <laughs> film. Uh, she's mentioned in the book for or she appears in the, the Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince. And that's it. I think after Half-Blood Prince, I think she's out. And then Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, does it count? I guess. It does. J.K. Um, Rowling said it's... Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with... I actually found that. I found my copy over at the house. So what was she doing? So what, what's what's Madame Hooch doing when Voldemort's trying to take over Hogwarts? Exactly. Where was she? Let me see here real quick. So at the end of... How do, we, how, do we know, how do we know that she wasn't on his side? Uh, Let me... See. Oh, my God. We can spec... We will save this because I have it put up right here. We'll... We'll we'll save it. Um, wow, this is interesting. This is still, I haven't I haven't not gotten that far. In the, it's been years since I've read the series, and I don't I don't remember some of this stuff about Madame Hooch. Matt's like he probably can't believe it. He's this just is, like this, I, is, I, this, is, this is this is ridiculous. ridiculous. All right, I'm I'm diving back. All right, let's 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 continue on. Harry is sick by the fact that Snape is going to be refereeing. Right. Um. There is a there is something pretty funny here. Ron says, "Say you're ill," said Ron. Uh, so that he doesn't have to play, right? Because I think that Snape's going to sabotage him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, say you're ill, said Ron. Pretend to break your legs, Hermione suggested. Really break your leg, mm-hmm. <laughs> said Ron. Uh, uh, I can't, said Harry. You know, there isn't a reserve se- seeker. If I back out, Gryffindor can't play at all. Uh, the Neville ends up coming into the into the common room, right? Freaking leg, uh, leg locker, phrase all, you know, being right. bullied and stuff. I, I, feel bad for, I feel bad for Neville. Yeah, Malfoy. Malfoy was messing with him. Uh, they suggest to go to Professor McGonagall. He says, "I don't want any trouble." Um, you got to stand up to him, Neville. You know, people are walking. It all starts right here, by the way, with Neville. Yeah, I mean, look at this. 
you you're sitting here thinking god this guy's a dweeb he's a nerd oh he's, my god he's getting bullied dude what but you know what thing? some here some heroes don't wear capes let's go okay <laughs> let's go they yeah and he's one of them he just what somebody did the uh out of a youtube clip or something where he's diving in there and he's swinging the sword and he's saying i'm awesome <laughs> and he's like swinging cutting through oh my god i freaking love neville but yeah uh great line here by the way from harry who says this uh yeah you're worth 12 of malfoy let's go you're worth 12 of him let's 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 you know that's good bunch of encouragement friends patting each other on the back doing their thing but yeah this is they're wanting him to go report all of this and and he's just uh he's out but as he walked away harry looked at the famous wizard card all right dumbledore again he said he was the first one i ever he gasped he stared at the back of the card then he looked up at ron and hermione i found him he whispered i have found flamel i told you i'd read the name somewhere before i read it on a tr on the train coming here and then he goes in the whole thing about him being um, a famous wizard and uh, his his work on alchemy with his partner Nicholas Flamel. They do say that at the beginning of the book forever. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of in passing. You're not really paying attention, but it's good sort of. Uh, yeah, it's a good foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, yeah, good foreshadowing there. So uh, they end up sort of getting excited, right? You know, I never thought to look there. Uh, then they get then Hermione realizes that she's got a book that she'd checked out. Uh, Nicholas Flamel, she whispered dramatically, it's the only known maker of the Sorceress Stone. Um, but didn't have quite the effect the, that she'd expected. The what said Ron and Harry? That'd be, you, honest, that'd be you and me. That'd be well, what? Know, yeah. what? <laughs> okay, oh, honestly, don't you two read look read that there she pushed them towards the book the ancient study of alchemy is concerned with making the sorcerer stone a legendary substance with astonishing powers the stone will transform any metal into pure gold it also produces the elixir of life which will make the drinker immortal well that's pretty weird yeah it's yeah it is it's, it turns any metal into gold but it also produces the elixir of life sounds to me like what you're saying is that gold is the elixir of life which yeah, really is what you're saying which really what you're saying is that money, money buys is yeah. buys everything come on now that's not sending a good message uh yeah that, that's that's uh that, i always thought that was interesting that it's it's connected to eternal life and um you know gold i'm like what really right. you know and this is kind of a funny bit here 665 uh, would be his age. Ron's like, you know, he's not in the recent developments of wizard wizardry because of that. And I just thought to myself, y Yoda was 900 years old. You know, he ain't got nothing on Yoda. Well, when uh, it's the second movie, second Fantastic Beast that he's in, right? When who was is yeah. it? Jacob? Does it Jacob? Yeah. Shakes yeah. his hand. And he's like, you yeah. just broke my hand. Because he's like so frail. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem doesn't seem worth it, it to me, man doesn't seem to be looking so good at however old he is there what can you do in that state there he'd be like 500 years old yeah i feel like he just barely touched his hand what i don't know so it seems like it seems like it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sort of preserve you in your current state yeah 
Yeah, it just unless yeah, unless he was already super old and that fragile to begin with, and we don't know that. But it doesn't seem like that. It seems like he got older and he's you know, right. at the end of this, Dumbledore says he's setting his fares in order because they've had to, you know, kind of make a so range. Who knows what he looks like now? That's a hundred years after. Good God. Yeah. It's like he keeps living, but does he does he keep getting older and older? I mean, not worth it to me, man. Sorry. Yeah. It is kind of interesting, by the way, just on the idea of Nicholas Lamel, that he is this character that is like talked about in this entire book and movie. Mm -hmm. And then we never even see him. He's like, yeah. he's like, he, he's off screen in this entire thing. And he's like a pretty important character to this whole deal. Right. Right. I do love that. The first thing that comes up when you search his name is the, is the Harry Potter Potter uh, wiki. Um, right. <clears throat> Because I went down here to see, yeah, uh, death. Uh, yeah, you figured they would. Because I remember when I first I was reading, thinking like, oh, he's going to show back up later, or something's going to. Yeah, between 1992 and 96 uh, is is when he died. Jeez, I don't know, man. At the end, does he come back up here? Is yeah, he still we can... alive? Is he still? <laughs> There's a so the elixir must just pres it just preserves you. It doesn't. It's it's not like the, I don't know, the resurrection stone. Because mm -hmm. the, the the sorcerer's stone is more just an alchemy tool. It is not mm -hmm. It is not the stone, which I think a lot of people think, that preserves your life. It is the, it is the, it can create the elixir of life, which is an elixir that you okay. would have, to, which you would have to use. It is not the stone itself. There we go. All right, cool. Unlike the uh deathly hollow stone mm -hmm. yeah the stone will transform any metal into pure gold it also produces the elixir of life oh how does it do that wow yeah well, not that's gonna metal, be not with metal no 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 that's gonna be one of our uh, we're gonna dive down this whole madam hooch slash the real nicholas Ni nicholas flamel because it's fascinating but uh, yeah, my friend. So anyway, they 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 finally figure out who this guy is and what what Fluffy is guarding. So we understand that now, and we get right. that this could be something that Snape's after, because that clearly Snape wants this. Matt. Duh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know clearly. they do. They do. They do set Snape up to look like he's a villain in the first one, um, which is actually where we're at now, right? So they're they're complaining. Uh, Harry tells. Harry tells Ron and Hermione, I'm going to play. If I don't, all the Southerners mm -hmm. will think I'm just too scared to face Snape. I'll show them. I'll wipe the smiles off their faces if we win. Um, you know, if we win, Harry, should be when we win, you know? Do or do not. How good, of a, how, good, how good of a leader is Harry on the Quidditch team? Okay? Yeah, he's a freshman right now, okay? He's, he's a first. Yeah, Michael Jordan never says if we win. It's wow. When we win. Wow. Okay. It's true. It's true. I, I don't need, think I, Harry, I don't think uh, JK was a big guy. Uh, I yeah. don't think so. Well, <laughs> what, David Beckham's over there at this time. You know, I don't. David Beckham's a a winner. Yeah, yeah. In her, re she's. Could you imagine if she approached him, uh, doing some research here for my first book? Just wanted to. Well, not at that approach. point. I know, right? Like later on, absolutely right. worked. After the funny. first book, probably. Yeah, she was right. like a mega, mega star. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so, you know, uh, going on here, they're talking about how potions uh, lessons were turning into torture. Snape is so horrible to Harry. 
Um, they're thinking that yeah. Harry, they think that he, that Snape knows that they know or the stone is. Um, so Harry hardly heard a word of Wood's pep talk as he pulled up uh, on his Quidditch roach and picked up his Nimbus 2000. Ron and Hermione, meanwhile, had found a place in the stands next to Neville who couldn't understand why they looked so grim and worried. Uh, now, don't forget it. It's locomotor mortis, Hermione muttered as Ron slipped his wand up his sleeve. I know. Don't nag. Right. Um, so uh, basically, then we get into the Quidditch. Right? Yeah. Big game. Freaking uh, Malfoy's talking crap. I, I, there's a great line here where he's, he's also talking to Neville. They're poking fun and about Neville how says I'm worth 12 of you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. He comes back with that. Harry told him that that's his friend, man. He told me I'm worth 12 of you. And Harry's out there doing his thing. So, you know, that's that's pretty awesome. And Ron's trying to, you know, that basically this fight is going on between Ron, uh, Neville and Malfoy and Crabbe and Goyle. And Hermione's out there, like, looking and saying, like, look, look, oh, my God, like, there goes Harry's diving and and the crowd is cheering and so on. Because it happens like this. Just such a fast game. Um, Hermione screamed. She leaped onto her seat to watch Harry speed straight at Snape. She didn't even notice Malfoy and Ron rolling under the seat under her seat uh, or the scuffles or the yelps that came from the whirl of fist. That was Neville, Crabbe and Goyle. They're getting after it. A little fist fight. They are broke out here, you know um now that she might have actually experienced from a soccer game like that might have been that could be especially over there (laughs) yeah real real experience uh up in the air snape turns around on his broomstick boom here comes harry uh he pulls out of his dive arm raised up he's got the snitch to his buddy game is over done and uh ron kind of misses it just because they're in this whole whole fight and dumbledore congratulates him you know we also missed a uh one one line there too that was kind of cool which was just that Dumbledore is going to show up for this thing. It'll be okay if Dumbledore's there. You know, Snape's not going to try to pull anything crazy. And actually, they even associate the fact that Dumbledore shows up and they look over at Snape like, oh, he looks even more mad. He wasn't. He just looks mad all the time, you know, but they're trying to make a connection and they're, they're seeing things that aren't there necessarily. They are. Um, right. So it ends up uh, going. They, they see Snape enter the forest. So they sort of, this is where they're going to, uh mm-hmm. go in go in after him right yeah uh and this is where snape meets with quirrell mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and you know they never and we know like this is the conversation where he said you know you don't want to know why you wanted to meet here of all places oh i thought we'd keep this private said snape students mm-hmm. aren't supposed to, to know about the sorcerer's stone after all mm-hmm. um have you found a way to get past that beast of haggards yet uh you know but severus i you don't want me as your enemy, Coral. And Snape said, taking a step towards him. I don't know what you, you perfectly well, you know, you know perfectly well what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the interesting thing is, you know, then Snape just says, we'll have another, we'll have another conversation. We'll see where your loyalties lie. Right. I don't think we ever actually know here what it is that Snape is like, exactly what he means by that because it's it, we just we just find out later that this conversation happens but we never get the context of it because looking at the looking at the conversation here do you do does snape know that voldemort's on the back of coral's head Ooh, i don't think so i think coral does have people fooled in this but i get because what, what i'm thinking is like, is he playing this whole 
you know, because at this point in time, Voldemort's not technically back, but still Snape's that guy who knew some of these other guys. But Quirrell kind of just is a is a mystery, you know, goes out and stumbles across Voldemort and then comes back a changed person. So it's like, yeah, he's he's definitely like he's on to him and is trying to say, yeah, well, well, I'll see where your loyalties lie. Almost like I wonder if he's playing like. I don't know. Yeah, don't exactly know. Because it does, you can totally see why Harry interprets this as Snape's after the. He's the right. He yeah. Harry interprets it as he's thinking you need to work for me. He's bullying yeah. him and into working into working for him. We know obviously mm-hmm. that Snape is working in behalf of Dumbledore here, but you could interpret that uh, almost as as double agent Snape. Snape. Yeah, double, and then also agent. Yeah, triple agent. This also never comes up with with Voldemort because mm-hmm. clearly once you get to the end of the series oh yeah and Snape is double agenting right or quadruple mm-hmm. agent depending on how you look at it um <laughs> so, I mean it's like crazy yeah. He's, uh you know yeah. it never comes up with the fact that Snape you you're basically one of the people that foiled my plan initially to to come back you caused mm. me to have to yeah Take more time. Do you know figure out this other way to come? Yeah, that's back? interesting. Yeah, this this doesn't really ever come up, and and he's right there on the back of Coral's head. I wonder how how that felt. But just to be, you know, yeah, he's hearing all all of that, and I also wonder too if is he is he on the back of his head at all times though? I don't know that he that he is. Yeah, I don't know if he's just possessing him or what the because you know. when they because at because at some point right, it's like he's feeding on a unicorn, but Coral isn't there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because at some point, sometimes he is because they're talking about his his turban smelling. They're throwing snowballs at the back of his turban. The the twins are. Uh, so there's a bunch of alluding to the fact <laughs> that there's something up with, uh, you know. Voldemort just getting pelted with yeah, snowballs. snowballs. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, cra- yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> just, so, so it is so crazy. So, yeah, it's interesting. If he's listening to all of this and he's talking to Quirrell and telling him what to, you know, what to do and and. Yeah, what? Because not enough is said by Snape here to figure out which way he's playing this, or if, is he trying to? Like, right. did he? Does he know that Quirrell's trying to do something for the Dark Lord, and then he's sort of like, you know, help trying to help him out or whatever? Yeah, it's uh, it's a good point. All right, so uh, right, okay. So anyway, well, all that's going on, you know, um, you know, we won, and and I gave. And I gave Malfoy a black eye, and Neville tried yeah. to take on Crab and Goyle single-handed. He's still out cold, but Madame Pomfrey said he'll be all right. <laughs> Talk about showing Slytherin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't let It's just great. You know, they just... I like to see Neville get a little fight back, you know? Right. These guys were picking on him. I mean, this is a pretty significant... You know, this is, a, this is a, I mean, Ron gives Malfoy a black eye? I'll right be honest here? with you. I'll, I'll be honest with you. In in my building, they'd be expelled, all of them. They'd all be out. <laughs> They're not expelled. They'd be. Suspended. How many times does Malfoy get punched in the face by this group? Yeah, Matt. I mean, is... hold on, can, hold on. Can we can we just look at something here? Ron and Hermione both uh... deck Malfoy in the face in this series, right? And Harry, like Harry, you know, never does anything to him in sort of like a standoff. Until I mean, until mm-hmm. until the until he uses uh, septum, uh, yeah, whatever. yeah, Snape's bell, yeah, yeah, cuts him up. I uh, I'm with you, yeah, septum like, sempera, yeah, 
they really do. They do. They do sock him quite a few times here. Maybe maybe it was Crab and Goyle who were also kind of, uh, you know, pelting back or whatever. But that, this is for, for right now. We should keep track of that. We should keep track of how right. many times Malfoy has been uh, beat up or, you know, assaulted. If you right. Will. Uh, so then, then they realize that they keep going. And Harry tells them a little about what he saw. So you mean the the stone's only safe as long as Coral stands up to Snape? Uh, it'll be gone by next Tuesday, said Ron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done. Hey, but right into chapter fourteen, Quirrell, he turns out to be a bit braver, and in the weeks that follow, he is getting paler and thinner, but he is still there. He hasn't cracked. So on to Norbert, the Norwegian. Ridge back. Um, cool. Quarrel's still there. They're still attending classes, like time goes on. And um, you know one thing we don't mention a whole lot, but like this book is well paced, you know? And it I feel is. like all the books really pace you through a whole school year, and you're like, all right, cool. Which is also nice for the imagination to think like time went by, they went to the regular classes. Hermione's there is a lot, and all there is a lot of time books. throughout the whole series that passes in between chapters. I mean, a lot of chapters, it's like weeks, like weeks go by in between chapters one right. and chapter, chapter two or whatever, you know, chapter Which, one, just yeah, for one chapter to the next, I should say. Yeah. And I think it's cool. And I love that there's those markers like a big holiday event or something. And it just, I don't know, it feels, it feels cool. You know, it just feels like we can imagine what school was like, just a, a mundane kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, chilling out. Hermione's re- redrawing up all their homework schedules and, yeah, it's great. Um, it's great. And, and, and here we go, actually. So 10 weeks, she snapped. That's not ages. That's like a second to Nicholas Flamel. Um, and they're talking about the revisions that she's made. And uh, we need to pass these exams to get into second year. They're super important. Uh, I should have started this months ago, studying in particular. Should have should have been studying months ago. So, yeah, she is um, worried about that. And uh, the teachers are thinking along the same line. So this seems to be a whole kind of stretch uh, as they're going into Easter, into the Easter holiday, where um, yeah, they're thinking about the the exams and and what's to come. So, yeah. so yeah, they're, they're yeah they're they're studying. Um, they're just kind of looking at the you know the teachers are piling on homework, and then Hagrid comes in. Jeez, Hagrid, Hagrid, what are you doing in the library? Hagrid shuffled into view, hiding something behind his back. He looked very out of place um in his moleskin overcoat just looking he said in a shifty voice that sorry that's my haggard voice <laughs> that's good it's good just just look i i, I can't do the haggard voice uh leave me alone I'm just looking he does he does kind of have this low grunt yeah. um and what are you lot up to he looks suddenly suspicious you're not still looking for nicholas flamel are you uh, mm-hmm. We found him ages ago, said Ron impressively, and we know uh, that he's got a dog guarding the sorcerers. You know, shh, sh- mm-hmm. you know, don't you go shouting about it. What's the matter with you? Right. Uh, you know, and what's uh, what's and about what's guarding the stone apart from Fluffy? Uh, he says, then he tells me, eh, all right, come see me later. I'm not promising I'll tell you anything, but don't mm-hmm. go rabbit and mm-hmm. rabbit and around in here. Students aren't supposed to know. They'll think I've told you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and th- this is all i mean again the, the what what lures him in here is he's trying to get this freaking book on on dragons and stuff and then i mean it comes w- cool little bit of world building here the dragon breeding was outlawed by the warlock convention of 1709 didn't know that was a thing that they were breeding particular dragons um all about the muggles noticing 
the wizarding world, if you will. And so, yeah, he's he's in there and he's he's grabbing this book and then talking to him about uh, Fluffy what you know, Flamel, all this kind of stuff. And then, as you said, they go down, they knock on his door uh, hours later, calling in there to see what's going on. And they're still on about Snape. You know, they're still all obsessed with the idea that like freaking Snape is after the stone. And um, we we only wondered who had done the guarding, really. Hermione went on. We wondered who Dumbledore had trusted enough to help him apart from you. And then Hagrid's chest swells up there and he beamed at Hermione, right? right. Uh, He's like, well, I suppose it wouldn't hurt to tell you that. Let's see. He borrowed Fluffy from me. Then some of the old teachers uh, did enchantments. Professor Sprout, Flitwick, McGonagall, Quirrell, and Dumbledore himself did something. Hang on, I forgot one. Oh, yeah, Professor Snape. Matt, to your to your point, Snape was uh, he was one of the professors protecting the stone. So how about them apples, right? Harry and Ron well, knew is. that. Uh, and he is. Yeah, for sure. So if Snape had been in on the on the protecting of the stone, it must have been easy to find out how the other teachers had guarded it. He probably knew everything except, it seemed, Quirrell's spell and how to get past Fluffy, the two things that he needed. I love how they just, they just piece these things together. They're like, well, now I it know. makes sense. That's how he got past Flitwick, McGonagall, uh, Professor Sprout stuff. But, you know, Quirrell, it's like, it's like there's no other evidence to suggest like he was bullying McGonagall or trying to, you know, like maybe he just figured those right. out and then he has to bully like like uh, of all people coral has the most powerful enchantment that he can't get past it's crazy which is ridiculous uh, they are first years so we gotta you know that is i, I suppose yeah. I, I suppose that's true did dumbledore i mean do a good job in hire that seems like a pretty bad hire on dumbledore's part well yeah dude the whole defense yeah that's our <laughs> that's why i can't wait for the next book because it's just it is so glaring well that- lockhart's lockhart's a good hire on paper, he's amazing. I mean, you know. Well, quite literally on paper, he's amazing. Higher of the century right there. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but all you hear about him is good things. I mean, even if you interview him, he, he comes like he's a very charming guy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's a, that's a good hire. Remus Lupin's a good hire. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Mad-Eye Moody, not so much. Right. It's kind of fumbled. And Umbridge, Umbridge, he doesn't have a say in. Slughorn's a good Slughorn. Well, he doesn't hire Slughorn to be defense. Well, yeah, but just, yeah, still uh, potions master. Yeah. Yeah. And Snape being defense against it. That's that's a good, that's a good move. It's a good move. Matt would say. This one, this one's probably his worst hire. Yes. Which one's, is which one's worse? This or, you know, fake Mad-Eye Moody? Uh, let me think here. Um, I'd say I'd say this one because at least he really thought that was Moody and he does get duped there. This is like pretty obvious. I mean, Quirrell, I just <laughs> I don't know. Where's he come? Where you know, he's stuttering, he doesn't even seem like he could teach. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. And this is a pretty important class, man. Not something you would just sort of give to anybody but maybe we don't know enough maybe, maybe coral came in he had a, a stellar interview good resume great references we don't know could have been and, and also hey just because he's anxious and he's you know nervous sweating and stuff doesn't mean that he's not maybe he taught him up in there you know maybe he really because that's something we don't really get a whole lot of is is that that in and out we got some flitwick stuff we got the uh charms teacher in there doing some things we get some stuff with 
uh, uh, Professor Sprout later in the next book and everything. So maybe he really went. I don't know. Right. That'd be interesting to to know more about how the how the class went. Maybe he yeah. should have won Teacher of the Year. But besides, you know, you, you know what? As far as we know, what well, I forget where we were reading at one point. Um, oh, maybe it was the Puffs play where I, I was watching this or whatever. And they're, they're like, yeah, I think they go into year two and they're like, they talk about all the things that happened last year. And it's like all these things that were like super crazy. And they're like, and a teacher died. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. never mentioned. Like, it's just sort of like they just roll on with it. But the Hufflepuffs are like, we're not safe up in here, you know? Like, a teacher was killed, like, in this school. How many teachers <laughs> die? It's crazy. Only I two, don't... I think. I think only two teachers. I mean, Matt, the history of, of, of Magic Professor died years ago. You know, he, he died. He Hold died on, I think the only, the only two teachers to die would be at, like, sort of at Hogwarts would be coral yeah yeah does barty crouch jr die does he get killed i don't think he does no, yeah does he, he goes to no he gets sent uh, back to his, azkaban right his father gets killed in the grounds yeah but um, yeah he, well he kills his father yeah right um geez yeah let me think of the other and then I... snape is killed by voldemort yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He's headmaster when that happens. He's not a teacher. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So is is the only teacher to actually die, Coral? I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that. Well, what's her name? Uh, Muggle Studies professor was kidnapped. Remember, and she was uh, uh, she was killed in front of Snape by Voldemort at the end. Kidnapped, went missing. Oh yeah. I don't know if that was a right. movieism or if that was in the book. I think it was in the book. That's a, that's a, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, like that, that's only in the book. I think. I don't think mm. that's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, she was, I remember she, she was hovering on the table. I think it, I'm, I'm wondering if it's in the book. She, she was the one hovering. Oh, she on the is. Table. She is hovering, but they don't, they don't think, I don't think they, maybe they do. <laughs> I just remember her, like the whole idea of she was that muggle study professor and that's why they, right. You know, she would have us mate with, you know, mud. Blocks. You're correct. But I don't know if she was in the book, though. I can't remember if she was or not. Or if she was killed in the book. I'm sorry. Right. You know? So not many teachers. Yeah, not many. Not many. Kind of a big deal that Quirrell's lost. You well, know? Dumb I, mean, I guess Dumbledore is killed, too. Yeah. What's the story but he's, on but he's, that? But he's not a teacher. What is the Daily Prophet reporting about? So that? really, the, the percentage of if you're a teacher at Hogwarts, your chances of survival are, pretty good, are really good. Compared That's like better to than flying. Yeah. 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 I mean, hey, they're 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 trained, you know. Your chances of getting fired, however, are pretty high because we see a lot of teachers get fired, especially when Umbridge shows up for sure, and and probably needed to be honestly. But Coral needed to be fired, but he yeah, actually kind of gets fired, really. Yeah, he is. He's set on fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, diving back in here. Um, so they're sneaking around the castle, right? Yep. And they get caught by Professor McGonagall, who gives them all detention, including Malfoy. All right, because Malfoy mm -hmm. ends up sort of catching them. Uh, he's out at oh, night. Yeah. yeah. And so he gets, so they all get detention. And this sends us to the Forbidden Forest. Mm -hmm. Things couldn't have been worse. Filch took them down to Professor McGonagall's study on the first floor, where they sat and waited without saying a word to each other. 
Hermione was trembling. Excuses, alibis, and wild cover-up stories chased each other around uh, Harry's brain, each more feeble than the last. He could see how they were going to get out. He can't see how they were getting out of going to get out of trouble this time. They were cornered. How could they have been so stupid as to forget the cloak? There was no reason on earth that Professor McGonagall would accept uh, would accept for their being out of bed and creeping around the school in the dead of night, let alone being up uh, the tallest astronomy tower, which was out of bounds except for classes. Uh, add Norbert and the invisibility cloak, and they might as well be packing their bags already. So uh, she ends up coming in. Explain yourself, right? Uh, you've had Draco Malfoy some cock and bull story about a dragon trying to get him out of bed and in trouble. Uh, I've already caught him. I suppose you think it's funny Long uh, that Longbottom here heard the story and believed it too. So they all get docked 50 points each. She does it to her own house. That's pretty fair and balanced. Uh, yeah, and she is. This is why I like McGonagall. She's, all, she's always really just um, fair is fair, you know? Malfoy thinks right. he's going to get away with this whole thing. Caught him out of bed, out there doing it. The no, he's also not doing what he's supposed to be doing. So they're all getting rid of as they should. So Gryffindor gets put back to last place in one night. They ruined any chance that Gryffindor has. And basically we're going to get our, uh, our punishment here, which is, Oh my God. One of my favorite lines, Matt, what in the film. And they, it was actually said at the end of the last chapter, Phil, she was like, well, 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 <laughs> we are in trouble. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous, dude. He at one point is talking about, like, I, I, I don't, the punishment he's describing is kind of like medieval, you know? It's, it's, well, the punishment they get is pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you're okay. the first thing they say is under no circumstance can any student, which right, would include right. seventh years, are uh -huh. they allowed in the Forbidden Forest? But mm -hmm. you know what? We're going to send our first-year detention kids to the Forbidden Forest. Right, right. The blatant disregard for yeah. student safety at Hogwarts is something that the ministry probably did need to look into. I mean, does Umbridge go too far? Yes. But was it, was it pretty warranted? I mean, a student dies in the fourth year, as I know. I know. Dude, you got to go watch Puffs at some point. I, every time you bring up these crazy, like, really, like, serious moments, it's just like they, they, they sort of emphasize it in the in the play, and it's it, 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 it with the comical. Does this level? Has... Does this level of ridiculous ridiculousness happen at like Durmstrong? I don't know. I I uh, I get this. All could come down to Dumbledore's the headmaster. I know we sound so critical, but I mean friends i mean this is i mean this it's pretty it's pretty easy straightforward stuff to look at and be i mean it's pretty straightforward really i mean also, you're sending also, kids yeah yeah matt here, here, okay real quick professor mcgonagall uh writes in this note your detention will take place at 11 o'clock tonight isn't that like way past curfew and bedtime like why 11 right. o'clock at night you know right i mean again it's just uh it's outlandish. Why can't why can't their punishment be cleaning the great hall with no magic? Right, right, right. Well, well, uh, Phil says here. I bet you'll think twice about breaking the school rules again, won't you? So maybe that's what it's all about. It's like this will teach you, right? You want to, you want to, you want to, 
are the you best teachers. Make make the punishment, you know, swift and harsh so that it never happens again. And yeah, it literally happens every book after now, this. <laughs> Multiple times. It actually happens again in this book. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Let me read this though. Phil's just talking. He's like, it's just a pity they let the old punishments die out. Hang you oh. by your wrist from the ceilings for a few days. <laughs> I've got the chains still in my office. Keep them well oiled in case they're ever needed. Right off we go. Don't think. I mean, come on. First of all, it's highly inappropriate. Ridiculous. Absolutely. 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 Well, later, Ron says, there's Mrs. Norris. Uh, Should I kick her? I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, I know. Sorry, guys. We're just we're totally pulling out all of the. I mean. There's some ridiculous stuff in here, and thank God it's a it's a wizarding world, you know. And it's we try, God, it's just hard to imagine. Um, it's also not hard to imagine. This is this is also, yeah. Anyway, um, um, okay. So as after they get their after they get their punishment right, um, you know they're all they're all suffering. Um, he. You know, Harry's almost glad that exams were far away. All the studying he had to do kept his mind off his misery. He, Ron, and Hermione kept it themselves, working late in the night trying to remember the ingredients to complicated potions, all of this stuff. Um, then about a week before the exams were uh, due to start, Harry's new resolution was to not interfere in anything that didn't concern him was put to an unexpected test. Walking back from the library on his own uh, one afternoon, he heard somebody whispering from a classroom up ahead as he drew near um he heard coral's voice no no not again please um all right all right he heard coral sob next uh second coral comes running out of the classroom straightening his turban uh he looked pale and like he was about to cry mm. god dude sounds like and snape's then, just really giving and, him a hard yeah. time then snape leaves the classroom after wow yeah, not not good. Um, not not good at all. And it looks like he's about, you know, to uh, to get the stone. It's the Philosopher's Stone, of course, the Elixir of Life. But I don't understand who they're they're all worried about it. Still talking again to Hagrid about all of that there at the end and and everything. Yeah, this was this was wild. Uh, the bit too. I think the the worst bit was um, they come across a character in this chapter that I always forget about. Ferenz or whatever his name is, right? Uh, Ferenz, he's that like senator guy who shows up when, when like they're when you know they go into the to, to the forbidden forest and that's where they kind of come across the uh, you know what's been killing the unicorns. By the way, Matt, they're like literally tracking down a beast. This is right. Their whole punishment was to go in there and look for a freaking thing that's killing unicorns. Uh, yes. that that's a problem. That's a freaking problem. And it's it's like Ferenz who shows up there and saves Harry and all that good stuff. So I always forget about that group, you know, and he comes back later as one of those senators that should be minding his own business, but but intercedes here a bit. So I just want to point him out because that's a character we could also do an extended edition on because um, he's more, way more prevalent at the end of the series, like the latter half of the series. He comes back. A, yeah. yeah. And you're like, what? So anyway, just <clears throat> I wish we got more centaurs. Uh, well, we uh, uh umbridge does not right she she had had she enough gets, right good god and i would consider them fantastic beat but they don't show they don't show up there mm -hmm. no yeah <laughs> not yet not yet uh yeah so anyways man 
Um, oh, yeah. And that's very end here. Yeah, he has that note just in case he found his, invis his invisibility cloak folded neatly uh, underneath when he gets back into bed there and stuff. So, yeah, but, just. Uh, so, yeah, so they end up. Yeah, so they end up having to go back. Um, right. Uh, you know, they forget about their they forget about their detentions. Right. They're complaining. Hermione's complaining about a whole study night lost. Um, then when they get there, Filch is there. So is Malfoy. Follow me, said Filch, finding a lamp outside. I bet you'll think twice about breaking the school rules again. Um, you know, uh, it must be something really horrible or Filch wouldn't be, sound so delighted. The moon was bright, but the clouds scuttling across it uh, kept throwing them into darkness. Uh, they get there and they see Hagrid. So now they're thinking, oh, this isn't going to be so bad, right? Mm -hmm. um i suppose uh you think you'll be enjoying yourself with that oh well think again boy it's the forest you're going into think and again, i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's so relevant he's just enjoying it he's though. like loving every second of it um yeah. uh it's the forest you're going into and i'm much mistaken if you think you'll come out in one piece um right the right. forest right they're scared uh, that uh, Neville clutched uh, the sleeve of Harry's robe and made a choking noise. That's your problem, isn't it? Said Filch, his voice clack, uh, cracking with glee. Should have thought about them werewolves before you gotten in trouble. Should <laughs> you know, I forget too that like Neville's out there with them and all, and all of this too. Right. And you're like, okay, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the werewolves, he's just scaring the daylight. I'll be, I'll be back at dawn, said Filch, for what's left of them. For what's left of him. I mean, is there, I, again, they're safe with Hagrid, right? But doesn't Hagrid, they split up at one point, don't they? Is yeah. That, is that, yeah. I, so are you allowed to be in the forest or are you not? I mean, I just don't, I just don't know. Right. And then right here, you know, this comes up a lot with, with Malfoy. Um, and to be fair, he does kind of give Hagrid a warning here. And then, you know, later, of course, it does actually come back up, right? Uh, but this is servant stuff. It's not for the students to do. I thought we'd be copying lines or something. If my father knew I was doing this, he'd you know, tell her that's how it is at Hogwarts, uh, Hagrid growled. Copying lines. What's that good uh, to anyone? You'll do some of that useful or you'll get out. If you think your father would rather you were expelled than get back off to the castle, castle and pack. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what does Lucius Malfoy think? You know, this this stuff right here might be what causes Lucius Malfoy to say, "All right, I'm sending this. I'm sending this well, diary." Yeah, next, the, well. next year. <laughs> they might be yeah. like, "What are they doing? What are they? What are they doing at this school?" Well, also, it's it kind of goes. And he's like, through. he's like, "Here we go. I'm gonna just send this diary." Yeah, and and in the next next year, and and so like when he gets the governors together and says, "Like, all right, enough's enough." Right. You start to kind of get it. You know, at one point we debated about doing this whole podcast from another Was this <laughs> right? We were going to call it Avada Kedavra and have it just be like totally from a just, I mean, we, a Malfoy, right. you know, I mean, just think though, right here, you know, is the, is this the event that causes him to send the diary next year to decide, all right, it's time. Could be, could be his son was assaulted. You know, uh, and then he was again. So that's one thing. Students, it's whatever. Right. It's it's a situation. It's kids. But this was adults that sent them into the woods here. Matt. 
into the forbidden forest. Right. Where there's a dark creature killing unicorns. They're saved by freaking friends or whatever. Like, that's nuts. Aragog's I think, yeah, I, there. I, yes. How close were they to him? By the way, think about that. Like, how close were they to, you know, Hagrid knows, but they're separated. I mean, maybe the trail leads over by him. And it is just kind of a, kind of a funny, ridiculous, ridiculous thing. So. All right, so they lead him to the very, very, very edge. Okay, and then we see the silvery stuff, it's unicorn blood, um, and we end, and we enter into the uh, enter into the forest. Right, Malfoy wants Fang. All right. Yep. All right, I warn you, he's a coward," said uh, Hagrid. So me, Harry, and Hermione will go one way. Draco, Neville, and Fang will go the other. Mm-hmm. Wow. If I'm Malfoy, I'm like, uh, that sounds bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not good. Um, and again, they're they're just first years, you know. As much as like Malfoy plays up like he's not scared of anything, he's he's absolutely terrified. Let's out that terrible scream. Bolted. So did Fang. And this is like we're getting. I'm I'm rolling up here on that hooded figure, you know. Right. Who shows up? Where's Ron at? I'd be scared to death. I'd be scared to death. Uh, let's see. Neville, Does you Ron not get detention. The thing. Hold on a second. Ron's here, right? Ron not here? And two spies, yeah. I don't remember. Thought he was there. Maybe he's not. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you, you read something and you just kind of like. Mm-hmm. Well, you think, I mean, I, I, you know, just going off of the uh, films, you really you think about right. it, uh, him being there so much. Okay, so not yeah, all right. Well, nonetheless, uh, they're going on. They start to see some things, right? It sounds like a cloak trailing along the ground. Um, I knew it. He remembered. There's something in, uh, in here that shouldn't be a werewolf. Harry suggested no, no werewolf. It was that uh, could do that to you. Unicorn. Um, they get over there. Haggard sees something. Show yourself, a uh, man. You know, it's the horse, it's the centaur that comes out. It's Ronan. Uh, good evening to you, Hagrid. Uh, he says in a deep voice, Were you going to shoot me? Can't be too careful. Uh, there's something bad loose in this forest. This is Harry Potter and Hermione Granger, by the way. Students up at the school. Um, and this is Ronan, you two. He's a centaur. <laughs> We'd noticed, said Hermione. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of they're kind of go up, right? You know, Hagrid says that he's glad he ran into Ronan because there's uh, you know, unicorns have been hurt. You see anything. Uh, he says Mars is bright tonight. Um, unusually. Then he says, "Doesn't he say that a couple times?" Right. Like unusually, he's... unusually bright. Mm-hmm. You know, the forest has many secrets. Uh, then another one comes up. Right. You know, hello, Bane said Hagrid. Well enough. Look, I've just been asking Ronan if you've seen anything uh, tonight. There's the unicorn been injured. Bane walked over and stood next to Ronan. Mars is bright tonight. He said. We've heard," yeah. said Hagrid grumpily. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, just to just to back up here, yeah, yeah. Ron definitely is not out there with him. Yeah, he's. They said goodbye to him, and I was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back to the Charlie bit where they pass off uh, Norbert. Uh, Norbert, you just kind of keep going on there. I uh, wanted to see, yeah, just why he was left out. I kind of forget. Yeah. I'm intrigued by it. But yeah, anyways, yeah, those those centaurs are, are just, I mean, what does that mean? 
Mars is, you know, there's looking at, at the stars, right? Yeah. Yeah. So while that's going on, a red spark goes up. Okay. Uh, they basically start rushing over, essentially. Um, that's where, you know, that's where Malfoy is. Mm -hmm. uh, and we begin to see, you know, uh, Malfoy let out a terrible scream and bolted. So did Fang. The hooded figure raised its head and looked right at Harry. Unicorn blood was dribbling down its front. It got to its feet and came swiftly toward Harry, but he couldn't move. Then a pain like he'd never felt before pierced his head um, as if though the, his scar were on fire. Half blinded, he staggered backward. He heard who's behind him galloping and something jumped clean over Harry, charging at the figure. The pain in Harry's head was so bad he fell to his knees. A minute or two uh, to pass when he looked up, the figure was gone. A centaur standing over him, not Ronan or Bane. This one looked younger. Um, this is uh, Forenzi. Uh, my name is Forenzi, he added. Uh, as he lowered himself onto his front legs so that Harry could cl uh, climb onto his back. And he says, you're the Potter boy, right? He knows who he, knows who he mm -hmm. is. No, yeah. Harry Potter, uh, the boy who lived. Okay. Exactly. They get back. Uh, Forenzi Bane thundered. What are you doing? You have a human on your back. Have you no shame? Do you realize who this is? Says Forenzi. This is the Potter boy. You know, what have you been telling him? Growled Bane. Remember, Forenzi, we are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read mm -hmm. what it what is to come in the movement of the planets? So they're, you know, they never come back to this, by the way. But it seems like the unicorn, the centaurs are understanding like a big, huge astronomical plot going on. This would have mm -hmm. been cool to explore further. Have it be like a thing, like every other book or something. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, two things, by the way, just to just to bounce back here. Totally forgot uh, about this. This why I wanted to glance back. Yeah, Ron gets his hand bit by Norbert, and that's why he's like up in the hospital wing when his brother Charlie shows up to uh, right to take the dragon. So that's I thought he was up there with them. He's not. That's right. He's down in the. He's he's not there when they all get caught. So yeah, interesting. Anyways, but, uh, and and then dude, another thing too, when you were start you started off the the for Forbidden Forest there, and you went a few things. You started reading about Coral. And I was like looking at the, the next chapter going, did Matt jump to the next chapter? And then I was like, holy smokes. That's why I was I was bouncing all around there in that chapter. Like, you know, I had us already talking about the ending. But anyways, yeah, carry on there, my friend. Yeah, the, the centaurs. I just went back to make sure we had that in show. Yeah. Ron's not there. Yeah. So uh, the they get into a little bit. They talk about the what unicorn's blood is used for. It's used in potions. Um. You know, Forenzi saved me, but he shouldn't have done so. Bane Wait, was furious. He... Is is the unicorn's blood? Is it is it freely given? I mean, no. or are they taking it by force? De definitely, definitely not <laughs> freely given. Sounds terrible. Uh, right. You know. Uh, so anyway, so they're saying they're talking about the planets. Uh, they must show that Voldemort's coming back. Bane thinks Forenzi should have let Voldemort kill me. I suppose that's written in the stars as well. Would you stop saying the name? Mm -hmm. uh you know uh just kind of going on um and then they end up getting ready to go to bed harry pulls back his sheets he found his invisibility cloak uh, uh underneath them with a note pinned to it saying just in case mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah there we go well so the whole thing is just a bunch of cods wallop you know um yes they had to go out here and nearly got killed by a shadow creature who was sucking on a unicorn's uh, body for for silver blood, 
Um, it's radical, man. Just kind of a radical, radical thing. I get why Malfoy is upset, and um, I don't know that this was acceptable. Things are far worse, right, at Hogwarts. Absolutely. Than than what? Absolutely. Uh, that's an uh, that's an understatement. That's almost like our our as we as Matt and I analyze the series and go back through and re-experience it. Uh, we're looking at it through that umbrage lens okay <laughs> maybe things were worse than we thought but it was cool overall really cool you know um i do like going back through the books too and just looking up some of these things like yeah i totally didn't remember that bit about ron and uh and when you asked I that forget question, too i as I, you I, were to reading, I to totally yeah. forgot 100 percent. well as, as you're reading it i'm thinking well he's there right oh yeah no and then you because in my mind i'm just picturing them walking through and and everything and ron you know uh Rupert giving him that look in the in the film, and you're like, it's such a classic kind of scared out of their minds moment, and it's just not not even close, not not even close to how it all goes down, which is great, which is why it is fun to get back into the the books and and re-experience all of it because um there is so much more there. Like the the films are great, but the books are really really they, the films wouldn't be there if it weren't for the success of these books and all this extra kind of um, just the day in day out stuff. You know, yeah. Try to figure out if Snape's a bad guy or not. I think he's a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, Thumbs hey, world though, and it's pretty apparent at this point already. Right. Right. For sure. Now, uh, as we so okay, uh, wrapping up. So that was chapter fifteen. We'll be back in with uh, sixteen, seventeen. One to mention these owls real quick. We had a couple of these for one from yes. Professor Allen. Yeah, man, let's get these going. All right who is a huge fan of Ben the Knee, Heroes of the Horn, was stoked when we had mentioned the Elder Wand podcast. And so he means no disrespect to either of us, but he cannot abide the disrespect to the house, the head of his house, in Professor Flitwick. I believe you oh. insulted him last episode, man. I think I, I don't think it was me, Alex. I just want to go on record saying that. Maybe I did. I can't remember. I have to go back. Clearly, I can't even remember half the, the these freaking chapters, so I probably did say something about Flitwick that I don't remember. Um, although we do not see Professor Flitwick do anything all that cool in the books or the movies, I would like to point out that according to the Harry Potter wiki, he was a dueling champion and possesses many trophies from his career as a master duelist. Okay. <laughs> although I do not believe he possesses the same magical prowess, as Professor Snape in a lot of areas, I do think he would be able to hold his own and possibly defeat Professor Snape. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Here, thanks so much for uh, making my commutes bearable. Well, and don't worry. Yeah, I always keep my wand at the ready. Cool. Right. Well, you know, it's it's interesting just because they all have it would be interesting to see a duel because in a way it's kind of like MMA in that, like, I don't really watch MMA. Like, you know, I, if, if somebody had posted like a highlight of something of it on it, but the concept of it to me mm -hmm. sounds like in UFC, right. Sounds so intriguing because yeah. like, I get the concept of why it's really cool because it's like, okay, well you start thinking about different fighting styles Right. And right. like oh, yeah. how how that ma matches up as like who would win in a fight. So I don't really watch it because it's like, you know, pretty brutal. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. not, not my not my cup of tea. Any I have to like pay. It's like expensive to watch. Um, but 
the idea of it I, to me is so cool. Like, yeah, who would win? Like, well, somebody who's a boxer, like a pure boxer, right? Like, man, if they can hit you once while you're up, I don't know. Yeah. Boxers hit with so much force, but if they get taken to the ground, it, it's game it's over. probably over if they're fighting somebody who's like a wrestler or, right. you know, some other kind of thing. So, or somebody's got a judo, they're better at throws. So, you know, as a pros is like Brazilian jitsu, jujitsu, which is like mm -hmm. pretty much the one it seems like you just need to know. So like, that's all really cool. But I guess the idea is like if if these guys had a, like you had time to prepare and you get to bring whatever you want with you mm -hmm, to a duel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of cool because then in that case, I don't know. Flitwick mm -hmm. could Flitwick could have a lot of stuff. I mean, he could like right. Guardian Leviosa. Who knows what? In, who knows that what? fight? And Snape's a potions master. He could like use a potion that's going to make him invincible. He could drink. Or yeah, he invisible. could drink a potion. Yeah. And then um, Sprout could bring some sort of plant that's just going to like right, take right. wreck and take over. He's like poison so ivy, you know? Exactly. It's yeah. It's all it. It would be cool. Hopefully, like that new game that's coming out. Like, let's jeez, give us a Harry Potter game dueling club. G yeah, give us basically like the Call of Duty for Harry Potter, but ever you get different oh, class styles and stuff, and it's like boom, I'm. Are you going oh my lawn God, strength? Are you going potions? Like, what are you going to? That could be pretty sick. Roll in with a team four on four. They're out there yeah. just like, this is true defense against the dark art stuff. Like, you know, here we go. That would be it cool. Could be, it could be sick. I'd play. And I know people are like, oh, okay. more than just like, you know, no, it, it would be cool. We want, I want even in that game, just the long table and the dueling thing. I want to be able to stand up there. And practice, all right? If Flitwick can be a dueling master, right, then why can't I get that same education at Hogwarts, okay? There may come right. a time. You could unlock different wands. You know, in Call of Duty, it's like I don't it's like people oh, yeah. spend real money. I know. People spend people spend real money to buy like you know, color gold, well, get their guns like gold plated and stuff. Oh yeah, you could you could you could use the elder your... wand. That's oh, DLC my microtransactions. Oh, my well, you know what? I, I would pay for to make it more Hogwarts related. I would pay for an extra class after school with Flitwick, and he's my he's training me to like be. And then you're over there training with Professor Snape, and we're like paying for these classes. Potions. Going, yeah, we're going in, dueling away. My I God. think there's a missed opportunity here, big time. Big time, yeah. I think I. It's also really cool. What, what's the other video game uh, fighter game that you play that where they you talk about the style a lot, like in terms of heavy oh, hitters street, versus the Street Fighter, right? Different moves, yeah. Different powers and different stuff you can right kind of do. You know, it depends on which character you're good with. Yeah, I feel like that would be kind of put you know pit them against one another. Exactly. You got Harry over here and Malfoy here. And... Harry seems pretty well rounded, really. Yeah. Yeah. Is he better than Hermione? I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's Hermione seems like she knows the spells. Hermione is probably the best of the three of them, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think it's Harry gets extra sort of points and ability marks because of you know, he's a, he's a horcrux. He's got he's got some dark lord in him, right? He's got some some extra stuff going on. After the, after though, Post book eight is Hermione is Harry better than Hermione? No. Doesn't Hermione go on to be the minister of magic? I think yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Like it, she's a big child. deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, she is. She is great. And this is what what, what is really cool. They always talk. I love how when when Ron and um, Harry talk about how much they love Hermione and and oh, she's so clever and all these different things. And then she gives it back, which is not all about books and cleverness. It's great, man. It's just a great like. It's good because you need all of it, right? You, you need all your friends yeah. and. Well, hey, don't we have another? Don't we have another? Uh, uh, we do real quick. I'll give it to you. Al just, here. Just, yeah. Just the toot your horn here because I know we brought, you know, we had Professor Alex getting after us about Flitwick. And then uh, and then we have, oh, my gosh, I don't have the, the name here. Let me go back real quick. Um, Angelina. Angelina. Let's thank go. you. Here we go. This is from her. Uh, I really like the podcast. You both have great voices and it's nice. It's a nice distraction with my long commute to and from work. I just wanted to let Matt. I uh, wanted to tell Matt to keep defending Professor Snape. He is my favorite character and has been from the start. Best of wishes, fellow Slytherin, Angelina. Right. I will continue to defend Snape. Wow. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Ah, uh, Wow. But can I tell you something too as we as we wrap this up? So we have two more uh, chapters. Philosopher's Stone is not the book. You know, I did a reread before we started this podcast. I was, I think I was in right before Costa Rica or, or somewhere. Is about. I chose to skip this book intentionally. I went right to the second book, Chamber of Secrets. That's because a I nice. Liked, it, that's a nice version. Is this? I know. That, that's a really I nice copy of it. What is out. that? What is that? that what is, is that copy? So that is the Hufflepuff edition. It's got like you can go what? get. Each yeah, dude, you can go get your own. You can get a whole a whole set of these. I've been thinking about getting these, all of them. Twenty years of Harry Potter magic. It's got my. It's got dedication, patience, loyalty right there. Hufflepuff, man. So you're yeah. selling all your vintage Star Wars toys so that you can buy a special edition version. Oh no, of this I already had. <laughs> I already <laughs> had this, and I pulled this out from under my bed back at my dad's house. Um, Lottie and I went, and I was like, I gotta get my old Harry Potter books because like I'm always looking at the PDF here, and I listen right. to the audiobook. And I've recently been in chamber. So for me, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't remember, you know, like, especially when we do this, I read way ahead. And this one, I totally skipped. And I'm yeah. paying for it in this episode because I'm like, oh, yeah, cheesy cow. What happened there? I did. Dang. I read them. It's they're honestly, I think they're the last book that I have yeah, actually physical... that I've read. Yeah, that I've read. Yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, any, anything post that has been audiobook. So I think I think that's the only the, the last book series I read. Yeah, it's wild, man. I uh, it's a different they're just different experiences. I just I prefer the audiobook, but man, yeah. I like I dove into these. Yeah, yeah. I think around the time the last couple of books were coming out, I was uh, well, yeah, all of them. I I I that's the weird thing. I didn't we you know we didn't get into Audible until much later. So until we Game were reading. Yeah, we were reading right. like the hard you know. I know. Actually, I will say game. though. Yeah, because I love Kind. I love. I just. I love the Kindle Audible experience mm -hmm. where it's they sync up and they go back and forth. The to me though, the if you're gonna do it, the best way to do it, and I think it's better with a tablet or a Kindle, um, yeah. unless you have like a big phone, like they have those new Samsungs that like flip out. It's basically a tablet. Right. Is you can listen to the audiobook while you're reading the Kindle. And it like scrolls along. Oh, man. oh yeah! If you really, if you really take the time to do it, it's it's just such. I I think it's that such a cool. good experience. Yeah, that is cool. I would actually like to like to do that because sometimes, yeah, like especially in when we're reading Game of Thrones or whatever, it's the word 
like choice matters. And it matters like really looking at the actual words whereas like harry potter i feel like i can just listen get the plot get the you know points and refresh my mind on things so yeah now hey don't forget we we have in the extended we've got either madam hooch or nicholas we gotta, Lamel. We, we gotta dive into madam hooch here this is ridiculous okay yeah that's what we'll do we'll dive well in. i don't know nicholas Lamel is pretty insane you know maybe we'll just do both I, yeah we'll, we'll just go hodgepodge bunch of cods wallop my new favorite word love it all right well hey okay well with that we want to thank you for using the flu to hang out with us in our next episode we'll be discussing sorcerer's stone part six chapters 16 through 17 which are the last two chapters of book one as yeah yeah uh friends if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us and by, by the way subscribe over on youtube we're doing exclusive content over there we'll leave a link down in the description uh write that review for us over on apple leave us a comment or send us an out at the elder one pod at gmail.com exactly and we might be doing um i've been doing a lot of these sort of shorts youtube shorts some of our other stuff which is basically the same thing as tiktok content it's kind of fun um and so I, it, will, I will probably the numbers are just insane i yeah. will probably at some point make a elder wand tiktok um and yeah. then another going i can post that to our instagram as well as on youtube as well so um be sure to check those out because it's kind of fun just to do even short little just theory questions just posing a question so uh we'll yeah. be uh doing that i'm actually working on the format on it so i kind of already got it set up a little bit so with that anyway we will see you soon and remember to have your wands at Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.